And now, PureFandom.com presents another episode of Brad and Court Talk. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight, we're back with an all-new episode of Z Nation. Whether through rain, sleet, shine, or snow, we are on the job. Right, Bradwick? You know, I always thought the postman was just like Kevin Costner playing the same character that he did in Waterworld, just minus the water and gills. When, but there were no zombies, so I guess, never mind. It has nothing to do with the show. That, that movie would have been better with zombies. It would have, see? That and Robin Hood. That would have been better with zombies, too. Yeah, good point, good point. Okay, let's get back on track. Before we break down the episode, just want to remind everybody out there to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is saying something awesome about it right now. Court, let the good people know how they can reach us. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Jindev, and he is Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook just to let us know what fandoms you're most interested in hearing about. Uh, I think I posted, actually, I did post a discussion thread for Luke Cage for this Mm -hmm. weekend. A lot of people will be binging it, so I'm really looking forward to that. And at 8 o'clock tonight, don't tell Jared. I'm going to be watching the first episode, and I'm going to be binging on Twitter and live tweeting. So if you're watching it, like join us. Yeah, head on over to Pure Fandom and check it out because yeah. we'll be talking. And if you're not watching it and you want to avoid Luke Cage spoilers, apparently there's a way that you can filter things out by topic and hashtag. Did you know that? I did not know that. Something you learn every day, which actually, you know, I know there's a lot of people get spoiled on Z Nation too, which is a good idea to do. Just filter, just get that stuff to be filtered out if you're going on vacation or something that weekend. Yeah, yeah. because sometimes when I miss things, I, I just avoid going on there completely. But now that I know I can fitter, fil- filter things out by hashtag, um, I can go ahead and do that and miss the massive amount of spoilage that comes down my timeline. That would make things a lot easier. So what was this episode about? Well, this episode was 3.3, Murphy's Miracle. Oh, my gosh. Murphy begins starting his new world plans, and Warren leads the new mission group to a strange town with a single inhabitant. And he's a little hes a little strange dude. Yeah, he was just a little bit. So Murphy's on his way through Seattle, which did look a little worse for wear with the space needle down. And I love the fact that he gets stuck in traffic. Well, you got to get stuck in traffic. And he was able to, you know, help them out. Little girl was sickly. For a moment, I was like, hold on, that's not Lucy. No, she's not blue. Yeah, but he totally thought of Lucy. So I I want to know about Murphy and his cheek bites. Okay, we know he bit 10K on the back, so he didn't know. But he's like biting everybody on the cheek. Is that like a club tattoo or something? I think initially it was just the thing that he did to Cassandra. But then, like, he was doing it to everybody. It's, it's and like just, you're in the club, you're with us, you're with me. It's just and this is how I can identify you. Like it's a club tattoo, basically. Except for I don't know why he didn't do that to 10K, or it may have been with that like that with 10K, just so that we would be um, wondering for that entire episode. I because have a whole you look enti- at it. Go ahead. No, I have a whole entire idea about 10K. He did it. He bit him on the back, so one 10K wouldn't know, and he would just mm-hmm. kind of go with it. And two, when he has control of them, I mean, if they run into Warren and everybody else or any other survivors out there, he can talk to them, do Murphy's will, 
which he's not going to do. And, you know, then they know none the, none the wiser that he's already been Murphified. They know. They got to know. They know that that's not in his character at all. Like the same way we're watching it and we're seeing him doing all this weird stuff, they know. They know Murphy bit him somewhere. Yeah, but still with dealing with other people, though. Other people may not be too receptive about somebody with a bite mark on their face. This is true. That's why he needs to stop biting people on their face. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, stop stop with the face biting. Although Murphy does have control of 10K, it does seem that 10K is starting to catch on to the fact that he was bit. And he's able to fight it more. When they got to Spokane, he kind of stared at the water, which... Seemed to make him, you know, he was kind of catching on a little bit. He knew that something wasn't right. Well, I think at this point he knows. Like he he he, he wants to do these things. He has his own instincts. But of course, whenever Murphy tells him to do something, he's doing it, even though it's against his will. So he, I think he knows. And I think at the end of last episode, he felt the back of his neck and he felt the scar there. Well, they showed it to us when when he got on when he was getting in the truck. They showed yeah, it to but him. he he has to know that Murphy has control of him and that Murphy did something to him. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. or let's say that Murphy hijacked him. Right, and it makes you wonder if Doctor Murch is having these these ideas as well. Can she fight him also? I would hope so. Doctor- I'm thinking at this point, Ten K just wants to get away. When he was looking at that water, I wasn't thinking peace and quiet. I thought Ten K was like, I'm ending it right now. Right. I don't, yeah, we'll have to see. Dr. Murch is a smart woman. Maybe she can do it. I hope so. Maybe, I'm hoping that Dr. Murch uh, creates the the blend virus that actually saves people from being like him. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah, I need I need 10K cured, period. Right. And I think we'll lead to that at some point. If, if Dr. Murch doesn't do it, then Dr. Sun will be able to do it. Oh, for sure. Or they can work together. There you go. We'll have to see. I don't know, Doctor Doctor Sun. She's she's little. Well, she has her own mission that she was trying to accomplish. So I wonder if uh, Lucy, if she comes, if her bite would have like an adverse effect to Murphy's bite. That would be cool. It's a good question. I'm wondering what Lucy's going to do when she runs across Daddy here. And <laughs> is she a little mad about being abandoned out in the wilderness? Well, I guess we'll have to find out because she is yeah. coming up, people. Yeah, I like the reminder uh, that this group doesn't know she's alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't know what happened to her. Yeah, I, I really for- I forgot about that. Yep. And so all of a sudden, 10K knows that she's coming and she's going to have her own room at Murphy's headquarters. Right, in Spokane. <laughs> because yeah. that's where you go if you want to take over the world. Spokane would be an excellent place to film a zombie show. Oh, no, they're filming it in Spokane. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of really cool. I mean, they're already filming there. I'm like, eh, we'll say I'm going to go to Spokane. It'll make everything easier. We can just use some layout here. Yeah, just think of how many more shows would just have such an easy time where they're not trying to disguise where they are for being in New York or they're, they're not Texas to, or wherever. They're not trying to disguise Vancouver to be, you know, Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> or, or we're in LA, but no, we're 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 in we're in Spokane. We're, we're in, in Vancouver. No, you're far from Miami. It's Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. So over at the other town, the mailman is uh, feeding the zombies uh, roadkill brains. So he says after he's you know caught up in his little mail truck. 
Yeah, when did you start to question that? Oh, right off the bat. Yeah, when the first time he did it, I thought it was weird. But the second time he did it, I was like, wait a minute, what brain is, what is this? And then, of course, the scorpion, he asked it exactly as I was saying it. So that was cool. I always wonder about the fact that he was talking about roadkill. I'm like, where? first off, where are you getting roadkill at? Because one, uh, there's no other cars driving around except for occasional ones and the only thing that's going to get hit by a car that occasionally comes across as a suicidal squirrel right or a vulture or yeah it's not there's not a lot of roadkill out there you're not by a busy highway exactly if you're at the point where the z's are eating each other then no roadkill and then you're thinking they've run across the enders and everybody else so far that town was pretty untouched i mean there wasn't anything there so i wasn't feeling him right off the bat Oh, for sure. He was he was a creepy little guy from the start. Right. But he he had, was too nice. He was very nice. But he had stuff that they could use. So, you know, he had the the radio that they went over to with, you know, Addie and Dr. Sun had a little difference of opinion on who they should call. But Dr. Sun had her little solar power charger, which was kind of cool. And they got the radio hooked up and only to find out that they were playing the song. I forgot what the name of it was, but. Everything was lost. <laughs> so now we know that she has no contact with Korea, not Korea, with China. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll have to see how that pans out because she doesn't have any backup now because apparently everybody else is dead. Yeah, all she has is the group now. But you know what that music did? What? After Addie got on there and called Citizen Z, old Simon's up there hanging out with his uh, new friends and... Not only here's the music, but here's Addie also. They had to re- reconnect at some point in time. Like you said, it's been months. I, it has been. It's been a, quite a long time. And just that one broadcast was enough to get him up and ready again. Although Kaya wasn't very happy about who's Addie. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool, especially after they had, after they had that huge moment together. Right. It's, it's a sad song. I like it. Okay. <laughs> And then we find out that they're not doing that well anyhow. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that scene. They had like no food. But honestly, it's really, re- that's realistic. Oh, yeah. They've been up there for, you know, years now. Mm-hmm. So I'm ca- kind of curious where they were getting their food to start with, but they were running out. Yeah, they can't exactly grow everything like Farmer Murphy wants to do. Right. Well, yeah, it's not that good. But that gets us back on track to putting Citizen Z back on the line, which is really cool mm-hmm. because now he has other people and he's not going crazy because that's pretty much the reason why he left there anyhow. Right. Well, he couldn't do all the work himself and, you know, what was the point? He was kind of at his wits end and he was alone, but now they were able to trek everybody over there. And you got to love Pup just hanging out with Nana. Oh, yeah. Underneath <laughs> the blanket while they were towing the little thing. And Nana never has that pipe out of her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's a comfort pipe. I guess so. I wonder what she's smoking in that pipe. I don't think there's much to smoke. I think it's her imagination. Or some seaweed, whichever. Maybe some seaweed, yeah. So back to the mailman guy here. It seems that the zombies were following him around. That was a kind of a 
one of the things that caught off real quick too. Why that was they, weird. Why are they just following him? Why are they avoiding everybody? Not even avoiding like everybody else. They they might as well not be there. Right, and they, it's something that doesn't happen anywhere else. I like Dodge right. is like, what? We don't smell bad enough for you. <laughs> or maybe they smell exactly like disease at this point in time, and like they don't notice. It's that guts thing. Yeah. Only they're not covered in guts. Could yeah, that's a possibility. Like the stench of death is so strong that they don't know, but they follow the um, postman. So that's weird. That is so weird. I was kind of confused at that point. At first, I was like, "Okay, he's feeding him, and that's why." But no, that didn't make any sense. Well, and that was disproved by Doctor Sun because she had the bag. Right. Yeah. So it wasn't in the bag. There was something else. Because initially, they did feel like trained puppies. Exactly. Because he's like throw fetch, and and they do it. We'll go get that food. Yummy. So he finds out that they're kind of catching on a little bit. Takes them on down to the storage unit there. What was it for the National Guard or something like that? It's supposed to be enough to feed the whole entire town for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. It's just, you know, a room full of zombies. Oops. Trying to take everybody out while he hides. Favorite zombie kill of the night by far was Hector with the uh, cancel stamp. Oh, that was cool. Don't you look at me. <laughs> it was very, it was a very flashback to Sons of Anarchy moment right there. It's just one of those things. You know, from, you know, yeah. I know, Sons. Yeah, well, there you go. Dr. Sons, speaking of Sons, Dr. Sun manages to somehow escape and she gets uh, taken by the postmaster. Yeah, because she was suspicious of him from the start. Oh, yeah. She didn't go down there with him. She was upstairs running blood work. That's what yeah. it was. And then he came up. I just watched the show, and I can't remember what it was. He comes up and uh, takes her down there because nothing's wrong with his blood. Exactly. But then he kind of shows her his little Texas Chainsaw Massacre leather-faced hangout. Yeah. Like, stay away from that room. Uh huh. Very much so. Just stranger danger right there. <laughs> you know, with this whole thing of I didn't get any love letters from anybody. Yeah, you know why you didn't do? It's a creepy man. It's a creepy little man. One of the things that I was really interested about was the fact that he was managed to take out everybody in the entire town by himself. Yeah, because nobody would ever suspect him of doing anything. He was that 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 little guy that hangs out in the corner that you don't really notice mm-hmm. until you're dead. So he he snuck up on everybody. The whole entire town. He snuck up on the whole town. That's the whole part. Very of slowly. I'm like, like you, you looked at him and you're like, oh, no, he couldn't be doing it. And you were like surrounded by all these people. And it was like murder mystery night. And it's a, he was the least one that you would suspect because you wouldn't think he would have the balls to kill everybody. Is that the point that he's he's also the the stranger danger guy and no one really wants to make eye contact with him? So they're like, oh, here it comes again. There's that too. And then there's the fact that all of a sudden the number of puppies and kittens starts to outweigh the number of humans. Yes, it does. So. It's kind of interesting. He he got his own there too. Oh, for sure. Dr. Sun took him out. I mean, she's got her own skills. She was able that was to really well done. What did she douse him with? It was the fluid that they had some of the... Was it pheromones? Cause, I don't like, think... It, no, I don't think it was pheromones. I think he was keeping parts. It was uh, that other thing that starts with an F. 
Um, one of the fluids that was keeping body parts intact. Uh, yeah, not formaldehyde. No. Uh, yeah. You know what? Okay. Everybody know. knows what you know, that stuff they put them in a jar and they put body parts in there. Oh, I know that fluid stuff. Okay, good. That's what I because he had to preserve some of it so he could have his little uh, uh, Scooby snacks to throw for the. Oh zombies. my god! <laughs> so weird. <laughs> that's no. That's, like, does it? Is that how that really works? That's kind of how he was doing it. Got to save it somewhere. He didn't have any. Uh, he didn't have any refrigeration. No, no refrigeration going on. Hmm. That's so messed up. And one of the things that we learned from this episode was from this little Boastmaster guy. Murphy was right all along. Mm-hmm. Zombies are alive. Because the whole entire time he's going like, no, they're alive. There's something in there. And everybody's like, no, just mercy him and get it over with. They were after the postman the entire time which is an even more terrifying revelation than having the dead come back to life. That mm-hmm. means the dead return with the memories of the living. That, which means you, you could also be stuck inside the zombie going, I'm chasing this guy down. I'm eating this guy. Mm-hmm. I have no leg. Right. And this is a page straight out of Romero there, kids. Just yeah. watch the Romero films. The farther they get into the apocalypse... The more of the dead movies you, of the, you watch, and it especially it starts with Land of the Dead and it keeps moving from there. But it happened before. It ha- also happened in Dawn. No, Day. Yeah. Day of the Dead with Bub. The well, it happened in um, Dawn of the Dead, too, uh, when they were just going back to the mall. Granted, like it didn't really explore that too much, but it expl- they explained that as to why everybody was crowding around the mall, because they went to the place where they used to go. They're trying to do the things they used to do, or a remnant of it, them is. Exactly. It's the, the zombies are finding their way back into humanity, which means there's still something there. And if you ever get the chance, trek out to, um, to Pittsburgh there. I'm um, sorry, to Philly. And go to the Monroeville Mall. It's it's a fun moment. I went out there. What's cool. what's there? The Monroeville Mall. Yeah, there is actually a, a little like museum for uh, Day of the Dead. No, Dawn of the Dead, because they, everything took place at Monroeville Mall, mm-hmm. and it's the mall that was in the movie. And they have all this zombie stuff there and everything else. It's kind of, it's a nice little trip. When I was in there, we went there. We also went over to Evans City, which is pretty close to there. And yeah. Evans City as is the cemetery. Evans City Cemetery is a cemetery that's in Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. So you can go find your tombstone and go, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Because <laughs> I did. Classic. Yeah, it was fun. So. Stop it, Johnny. Stop, yeah, stop it, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> and anyhow, that's it. Yes, Romero right there. They're coming back. And that's kind of a freaky thing because if you look at like the other zombie show that's on TV, it's not like that. They're just dead corpses. Oh, yeah. So I think the idea that you could die and still be stuck in a zombie is a whole lot more scarier. Well, it's kind of like our other show. I won't spoil anything too much, but like they are vampires at one point in time. And then if something happens, they'll suddenly remember all the stuff that they did when they were vampires, when they were in that form. Right. So yeah, check out Van Helsing people. You really need to watch that show. Yeah. It's really good and you'll like it. Uh, it's actually oddly enough, a little bit more uh, gruesome than, Z Nation and there's a lot of blood and guts in Z Nation. Van Helsing's oh, yeah. kind of it, 
it has a very disturbing moment on tonight's episode. Just so watch it. It's amazing. Yeah, and yeah, it's good. Uh, one last thing here on Murphy. I know that people hate Murphy and hate him for what he's doing with biting everybody. I hate him for what he's doing to TK. Uh, exactly. Specifically. Yes. But you see that the blend option might not be a bad idea. And you can understand that people could gather around it and volunteer to be bitten. Right. Well, and that's how it should be. People should have a choice as to whether or not they get bitten. Her, their daughter was getting ready to die. He yeah. saved the daughter. And again, that's how it should be used. And right. And her and the daughter wasn't scared anymore, even though she, her brain's been kind of screwed up. She wasn't scared of zombies. So as you can understand, if if you've lived this long in the apocalypse, that you'd be scared of everything. Now, right. granted, we're not going to, we're going to tell these people that they had this little, like four-year-old child keeping her alive for three years. Pretty good idea. Right mm-hmm. off the bat. So that, that kid's done nothing but grow up, which is interesting to see that she was scared of everything versus 5K who could talk with crows and take out anything. Right. Different upraising, I guess. Bird parents are, are better for survivability than human parents are. You never know. Never know. <laughs> what else you got on this? Uh, well, going back to our postman, when uh, Dr. Sun was running her test and she was asking him, asking him all the different things, like uh, any sexual contact with the undead. Oh, yes. Like, because apparently that's a thing. I think we didn't that happen in and one of the episodes previously. It's called necrophilia, but no, I don't remember it happening. Or no, it didn't. I'm oh, thinking about a book no. series I was reading. No, it did happen. It did happen back in what episode was it? It was the episode where they were going to the pharmaceutical place last season, and Doc had the binoculars up and goes, "There's something you don't see every day," and. And the zombies had taken the Viagra. Oh, okay. But that was also the episode where Murphy doesn't have to bite people to control them. Right. Because that's the episode where the other people that were taking him hostage, all he did was spit in their water and he took control of them. Yeah, he exchanged fluids with them. Right. That's, that's pretty, basically the same thing with the bite. Right. That's all he has to do, so... Not necessarily where the bite is. It's just how he gets there. Yeah. Like, I just need him to be less of an ass to 10K. I don't see that happening. He's he's pretty much there. Like, I hated what he did to him where uh, he put the gun in his hand and he's like, shoot the ender. And you, you knew he was going to have to do it. I knew he was going to have to do it, but I really liked the fact that 10K said, I'm not going to do what you want me to, but he was doing it. That's what I'm saying. And he just didn't know. And that's the part where he found out. And I don't, you, you got to wonder because Murphy can't keep up what he's doing all the time. Yeah. If he goes to sleep, does he have control over him still? I don't think so. So what would stop 10 K from just killing him? I don't think he can cross that particular line. I don't think he can hurt Murphy, but, um, I don't, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I'm just hoping that at some point in time, like they can break break that link. We already know that he's not as far gone as Cassandra was because Cassandra got pretty mindless. Cassandra was dead too. I mean, for all points of purposes, she was on her last legs. She was minutes away from dying. Everybody knew that she was dying. Yeah, and that's when he bit her. It's a totally different thing. Plus, 
that was his first one that he really turned and he didn't know. And they had said before that Murphy's virus is ever evolving. Yeah. All right. I'm cool with that. I just need him to be a little bit more discriminating about it. And then also let people choose. Right. Stop with the face bite, man. Again, that too. Like chicks won't take that. Make him wear a bandana or something. Just go with that. Just stop with the face bite. <laughs> bite the arm. Dude, yeah, something else. Not the face. Not the face, man. <laughs> oh, and my other favorite line of the night. Um, I can't just leave her like that. She's a librarian. Oh, like yeah. that made any sense at all. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> and now we know why. Yeah. He is a psycho killer. Oh, psycho killer. Now, now the song is in my head. Thank you. The cars. No, the car. No, talking heads. I'm sorry. Wrong one. <laughs> yeah, I'm very interested to see where the show goes next I and how wait. the group finally tracks him down. Yeah, because the tracker that Dr. Sun had didn't work out very well for him. Right. Yep, I am totally looking forward to that as well. If you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. There are a ton of awesome writers on the site filling it up with some amazing fandom posts. Also, be sure to check out other recaps, articles, and interviews over at Pure Fandom. I'm covering Lucifer and Fox's new series, Pitch. Brad is about to write this amazing series for... American Horror Story. I finally figured out my article I'm writing for it. And my thing on American Horror Story is I kind of write some history things based on the show because everybody's writing about this show. You can't... There's not much new out there. So I actually have something really cool and new that no one else is talking about that I'm working on. And I cannot wait to read it. I'm so excited. As soon as I got time to do it, I will write that puppy up. (laughs) Uh, We also have a few interviews lined up for next week. Like Uh, I said, as soon as I have time. (laughs) Exactly. We have interviews next week, and then I'm going to be in New York for Comic-Con, and I have like a... Two full days of panels and press rooms, and I'm just I'm exhausted just thinking about it. I'm so glad I'm off that Monday. But um, next week we're going to be interviewing Anastasia Baranova, and that is who Brad. Um, Addie, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of <it's> uh, <laughs> we also have an interview with Luisa de Oliveira, who will be on the upcoming Channel Zero Candle Cove series on sci-fi. And Brad just sent me something very cool that I'm going to be listening to concerning that Mm -hmm. so that I'll have more insight into the show itself because I was asking him a bunch of questions. Um, She was also named Imori on The 100. So if those of you who are Clark lovers and you know The 100, you probably remember Imori. Just uh, keep an eye out for those two things next week along with our regular recaps on... Van Helsing and Z Nation. Yep. She was the one hanging out with Murphy, by the way, in case you're wondering. Murphy? Yeah, Murphy. The, the 100 Murphy. Yeah, the 100 Murphy. Not Murphy not, on. Not Murphy Murphy. The 100 yeah. Murphy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Before she went to the City of Light. Anyhow. So if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on the Twitter or Facebook page. And until next time, the postman always dies twice. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.